Welcome to How to Eat Less Water, the podcast for anyone who's concerned about the state of our environment and wants to live more sustainably, but is short on either time, money, ideas, or all three. I'm your host, Florencia Ramirez, author of the award-winning book, Eat Less Water, and a kitchen activist. I share bite-sized action steps anyone can implement in their kitchen. Why the kitchen? The average person eats between 500 to 1,300 gallons of virtual water every day. Our food is the best place to turn our hope for a better environment into action. Now, let's dig in and grow well-being together. Welcome to the How to Eat Less Water podcast. This is Florencia Ramirez. Today, I th- when I thought about what should I talk about as we're leading into this holiday, kind of more the intense part of the holiday season, I guess the busy is part of the holiday season for many of us, I couldn't stop thinking about butter. In fact, as I was starting to record this podcast, I get a phone call, and it's from my son, Joaquin, who, of all things, he's asking me if he should go to the grocery store and pick up butter for some cookies. And that's why we're thinking so much about butter. I don't know about you, but I seem to be grabbing lots of sticks of butter to make cookies, to make pie. I have to make sure I had to go, I did go to the store earlier. So my answer to Joaquin was no, because I had already gone to the store earlier to get butter. But with each of those pounds of butter, it is 3,602 gallons of water. Just sit with that for a second. That is one of the highest of all of in, in my book. When you start it, when I start a chapter, I write, what the water footprint is of some of the the most popular foods in that particular category. And this is the dairy and water chapter where I list the different, um, the most popular things like a glass of milk equals 45 gallons of water. A pound of cheese is 414 gallons of water. One gallon of milk, 720 gallons of water. And at the top of all of that is one pound of butter which equals 3,602 gallons of water. And the reason I put that in the very beginning is because it is the beginning for when you start to think about what is our water footprint and how can you save water with our food, it begins with understanding what is the water footprint of our food. And it helps me to really then pay attention even more so to those items that have the highest water footprint. So for example, if I go to the the grocery store and I'm looking at, if I have a budget for food and I see which are those things that I should really be paying extra for, if you can't pay for everything for organic, for example, I am 
going to reach for, I'm going to put those extra dollars on things like butter because they do have such a high water footprint. And they also eat um, conventional butter, which means the butter that is much cheaper, um, honestly, because I just picked up some butter. It's, you know, it's at least $3 more to buy the carton of organic butter. Um, but the toll that it plays to buy the cheaper butter, that the toll on that particular butter to keep it cheap has huge impacts on water systems around the world. In fact, gosh, the, every all, most rivers in the United States are polluted, and much of that is originated from a dairy farm, and that's that's the truth of it. So, dairy is one of those places that I reach for organic each time I go to the store, whenever I have that option. So the action tip is simple. If you are baking a lot this season, really reach for that organic butter. It does make a big difference. Organic certification has to have, they, in order to get that certification, you must meet minimum standards. And one of that one of those is no growth hormones. The second is you a farm that's certified organic cannot use antibiotics. And 40% of the pasture season, which is a minimum of, actually, let, let me restate that, a minimum of four months of the grazing season, must those cows must be outside on pasture. So, for example, when you're purchasing milk from or butter from a place in California, the grazing season is 12, 12 months long. And oftentimes those cows will be on the pasture for 12 months. The, the um, farm that I wrote about in my book, Eat Less Water, is this phenomenal farm in, um, in New York, which really opened my eyes to the art of grazing. And they have their cows on for their entire season, but it's shorter. It's about six months time. But in that time, what when they used to be a conventional farm, their cows would be on pasture and eat grass for maybe three to four months of that time. And then by the summer, their pasture would be gone. And then they would have to supplement with corn and and grains, other kinds of grains, which were expensive and also are water intensive. So now because they care for the soil and they use holistic management on that farm, they are not needing to bring in any supplements of grain, but rather their girls, as they call them, are able to be on pasture, on lush pasture all season long. And it's good for the, it's good for the soil. It's good for the girls and it's good for our bodies too, who, who take in that food. So this particular farm, Cobblestone, is a small scale dairy, small meaning they have, I think about 200 cows 
and they are part of the Organic Valley Cooperative, which is composed of small-scale farms. So if you're looking for a particular brand to reach for that you can trust, I would suggest Organic Valley. But there are others like Strauss Family uh, Farms is another great one. Easily, you can you can learn things by looking at their website, by even calling them. If you are at a farmer's market, you can ask those questions of how, if they're uh, organic, are they practicing organics? Um, are they, are their, their cows or their girls pasture, pasture raised? So these are questions that we can ask, but it really truly matters, especially when it comes down to our butter. So I hope you, um, are enjoying your season and enjoying the baking. I know I plan, well, actually today I plan to make lots of tamales or serve lots of tamales with teenagers at Oxnard High School. But afterwards, when I get home, I will be making some more, some more Christmas cookies with my kids with using those sticks of organic butter. I'll leave it there. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you again on Wednesday, or actually not see you, but uh, I hope to. Um, I hope you'll think about me again next Wednesday. And with that, there is power in the collective. Be well.